This is the World Industrial News for Monday, August 22nd, brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to part five of their podcast, How to Leverage the U.S. Infrastructure Bill to Modernize the U.S. Power Grid. Perfect. Thanks. Thanks, Mona. And I think we'll get into it a little bit um, even more following in this conversation. But but for now, let's shift a bit. Let's focus on sustainability. You know, we are we're seeing the consequences of an outdated grid in the West right now in California. Power companies have to balance demand spikes due to record temperatures, ensuring that, you know, equipment doesn't spark fires. And those fires have been made more destructive because of record droughts. The state's also asking residents to curb usage when supply simply can't meet demand. Updating the grid is a massive undertaking and could benefit companies across so many sectors. Pat, can you just walk us through how you see companies benefiting from updating the U.S. power grid and how the U.S. infrastructure bill aids in protecting our environment? Maybe walk us through some opportunities or disruptors and, and big trends. Okay. Well, there certainly are benefits, and I'll go through those in a second, but I want to say one thing. That is the upgrading of this grid is it's not a it's not a luxury. This is a necessary condition because we already know where the problems are coming. And many of the power companies know how to fix them. For example, we can mitigate the damage from wildfires by undergrounding the trans uh, the transmission line. But that's very expensive. And so to actually pay for that, we have to see how that would be developed as a project within an individual power company. And one of the incentives they can't use is it's better for the whole nation. And there's almost no question that we have to look very, very closely at how technology will affect this grid. But the main thing it's going to do it's going to put a lot more intelligence at the edge. We saw this before. There's an old telecom article called The Rise of the Stupid Network. It's basically an article that says the telephone company should get out of the functionality and should deal with having the ability to transport data around. And that gave rise to a new telecom system where there was a tremendous amount of intelligence at the edge. The same thing will now happen in the power business. Because for example, with rooftop solar, a lot of your generation actually sits behind the meter. It doesn't sit in the domain of the power company. And how do these things exchange information so that you can still consume it and, and generate it at the same time? And that's a unique feature of the grid. It's one of the few uh, industries where the product is consumed the instant it's made. So there, there, isn't no, there isn't storage or there wasn't storage at one point. We're starting to put in more and more storage, which will change the grid and make it much more, uh, much more complex to operate, but will generate a lot of benefits. To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. 
A series of reports recently released by the U.S. Department of Energy highlights U.S. wind power generation growth. Wind power accounted for 32 percent of domestic energy capacity growth in 2021, and the DOE expects the amount to grow with the Inflation Reduction Act poised to further wind standing in the U.S. energy mix. Industrial Info was tracking $113 billion worth of capital spending projects for onshore wind generation across the U.S., of which only $45.6 billion has a high or medium probability of moving forward as planned, and $48.5 billion worth of capital offshore wind generation projects, of which only $18 billion worth has a high or medium probability. Canada's oil and gas majors find themselves at a unique crossroads. Their industry is awash in soaring revenues from sky-high commodity prices and surging demand from consumers. Yet companies like Canadian Natural Resources Limited are bracing for a swath of federal regulations intended to combat climate change. CNRL has vowed to slash its methane emissions 50% by 2030 while preparing a series of expansions to its exploration and production assets across Alberta. Industrial Info is tracking more than $30 billion worth of active projects from CNRL, including more than $1 billion worth nearing or under construction. More than 70% of the spending attributed to CNRL's active projects is related to plant expansions or the proposed addition of units, equipment, or pipelines, particularly across Alberta's oil sands. The UK government has shortlisted the leading clean hydrogen and carbon capture and sequestration projects to advance to the next stage of its national green industrial revolution plan. Four hydrogen projects have advanced to phase two in the East Coast cluster, including Equinor's hydrogen to umber salt end. And LG Chemical Limited, one of the largest chemical companies in South Korea, expects to spend more than $660 million on 60 projects, including unit additions, maintenance, upgrades, and replacements. For details on these and other breaking news, read the full stories at www.industrialinfo.com. I'm Peggy Tuck, reporting for Industrial Info News.